I stepped I was the foyer artist for Universal for many years and they used to open the park early for us and they opened up the upper level before the lower level and everybody would have to go down those big long escalators and so we'd be walking around doing all the rides and we'd start to see like this massive flow of people and the people working there would be like run 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 and we'd like run into like ET or whatever and like and they'd shut the doors like just as people were getting there they'd shut the doors behind them when we run on them we'd have the whole ride to ourselves wow it was really cool that's cool only thing I have that I think tops it is that I caused Universal Studios to not serve alcohol for two years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> it was a, a Halloween Horror Nights, and I decided that I wanted to ride down those escalators. You know how big they are, how yeah, tall those are. Yeah, okay. So I sat on the rail. You know, That's and slid not down at it. all. Yeah, so the first one, I, I made that one. <laughs> I, I, made, I made that one okay. Got a standing ovation, which doesn't mean much because everyone's standing on an escalator anyway. <laughs> so basically I, they just applauded you. I still took it as a standing ovation. <laughs> Second one, not so lucky. And uh, got about halfway down, realized I was in trouble, uh, decided to try to jump off and slam my hands on the guardrails to stop my my perpetual motion oh, no. and uh, that didn't work and i uh, tumbled head over heels down <gasps> down the rest and uh, ripped uh, my kneecap uh, like almost out and oh. uh, split my head open oh my god and uh, got up and I'll, let me tell you this that fall was nothing i mean i was like going this sucks this toy sucks and it sounded horrible but there is nothing worse than the sound of like you know, a thousand people going. Yeah. <laughs> so what did I do? I stood up, played it off, got on the guardrail, and rode it the rest of the way down. And um, I get to the bottom, and there's tons of security waiting for me. They were all very nice, and the ambulance came. And it was so funny being loaded into the ambulance at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios <laughs> and listening to everyone around me going, "Boy, they're putting some money into this." <laughs> Welcome to Pod Thingy, where the geeks meet over drinks to discuss the latest in pop culture. Join the rock star, the author, the outlaw, and the nerd girl for Pod Thingy. Yeehaw! Welcome to Pod Thingy, episode 25. We can rent a car. <laughs> Let's go somewhere. Welcome. We are uh, sitting around drinking as we are apt to do. My name is John. I'm Tracy. Apparently, I'm Hayden. And I am Blaine. <laughs> and we have a guest. Yay! Yay! We are joined today by Sarah Quick. Hi, Sarah. Hi. We, uh, Sarah is a reality TV producer and showrunner, which sounds fancy. Uh, she's best known for her work on LA Inc., Bridezilla's Dance Moms, and most recently, Epic Inc., which is a new reality series that follows the Area 51 tattoo team of tattoo artists as they bring pop culture, hyper-realistic, geek-chic tattoos to life. And this is what? Movies, t- cartoons, uh, comics, sci-fi? Uh, pretty much anything you can think of. Movie, yeah. Uh, comics, uh, pop culture, literally uh, runs the gamut. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's airing on what? Uh, what's A&E. The- A&E. Mm-hmm. And how's the response been on uh, Epic Inc.? It's been pretty good. Uh, it still remains to be seen whether or not we're going to get a second season. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a tough show. It's it's geeks. It's nerds. And it's a very niche. So I, I need to bring my Star Wars leg to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> are, are you are, are you being supported by the geek community, do you think? Absolutely by the geek community. I think the, the thing is we need to get the rest of the mainstream community and on board. 
I was going to say, if you give us all free tattoos, I think <laughs> just everyone will clamor. Done. Yeah. You've been in the reality business for a while. And how's how's this show differ from what you've done in the past? You know, it's it, first of all, it's a pure comedy. There's no drama. There's no conflict. There's no fighting at all. Uh, and it's just these little scenes in between the tattoos where people are just joking about movies and you know cartoons and comics and you know there's not like this big storyline with you know the tattoo artist oh you're late you're in trouble you know that kind of bullshit that i'm engaged to jesse james oh wait i'm not exactly (laughs) right yeah (laughs) totally and i did la inc so i was part of that whole tattoo artist show culture and uh, what I liked about this when I came on board to do it was it was so different and it just focused on all of these pop culture references. And the cast is hilarious. I mean, they are the funniest people ever. And so, you know, hanging out in this tattoo shop was so cool because we would just sit around and watch these artists kind of banter and riff off each other. And it's just really fun, you know? Now, would you consider yourself a geek before you started producing this show? Or have you become geekier by way of producing this show? I mean, I'm more of a theater geek, I would say. I didn't. There were a lot of references that I didn't know about, but these guys are uber geeks. So yeah. we had a whole scene about the um, the gold Nintendo cartridges. Oh, nice. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Link. Yep, yep. And so they were all trying to remember which ones. And I was like, I know one, you know, so <laughs> every once in a while I would know something small. But, you know, we did we did Goonies. We did Batman. We did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So there were a lot of mainstream movies and a lot of mainstream pop culture references uh, that I knew about. And my job was sometimes to kind of, you know, pull them back a little bit. So you kind of kept it grounded. We had to. And Amy pushed us to do that. And sometimes... Possibly even a little too much. What would be an instance where A&E pushed it a little too much, do you think? Their job is to always come in and say, we know our audience. But there was one time I didn't agree with them, and that was when they told me that we couldn't do a Doctor Who tattoo. Because nobody knows who Doctor Who is. Oh, really? Yeah. But, uh, the Whovians the are going to be very I know. I, Actually, one's hyperventilating right next yeah, to me. She's not breathing. Uh, yeah. Well, it is a very English at least in origin popularity. So in the U.S., yeah, I can see the how they're... Yeah, but couple years. Right, it's got yeah. really big like recently. The show's a big clearance nightmare, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know, because right. you can't wow. just air anything, right. you know? So we were de- dealing with Marvel and DC right, and, like, right. all these wow. different... They weren't, they weren't kind of promoting people to get Walking Dead tattoos, though? Well, no, not... Oh, wait, that's Well, AMC. that's AMC. You're so, thinking yeah, of yeah. another... Station with A in the front. You're so pretty. <laughs> we did Bates Motel. Bates Motel uh, okay. was their is their big show that we did cross promotion. And you, with. so you did a Bates Motel tattoo. We didn't do a Bates Motel tattoo because the other thing is we have to find people who want these tattoos. Right. <laughs> so right. Maybe in a year. I don't know. Um, but but you think you could find someone at least to do like a psychocentric? Yeah. Yeah. If there's somebody yeah. who's gonna make yeah. a Pamela Anderson tattoo right above their in the tramp stamp and make their butt cheeks her boobs there's somebody who will get a face <laughs> that's a good idea right tattoo, exactly right, right. you've yeah. seen my tattoo yeah. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the geekiest tattoo you've seen gosh there were so many i mean geeky in a cool way my yeah. favorite one that actually didn't air because we didn't get clearance for it Aww. was never ending story and that was my favorite nice. one it was Which just a gorgeous was tattoo was um, it the snake it, it was every character <gasps> rock what's it called the rock eater 
Yeah, the racing snail yeah. and the luck dragon, and a trail had the little book, and the title was like so tiny. I mean, it was the most brilliant tattoo. Yeah. You're like a pretty version of Annabelle, the doll movie. Oh coming yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> Thank Which, you. That's don't say mark. that. I won't be able to look at her. I hate. Thanks I for the compliment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking, and I realize we haven't even discussed the fact that uh, oh shit we're drinking drinks with Deeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week's uh, this week's drink is a uh, Empire Strikes Back, and the reason it is that is that I took a drink called a Star Wars and I made it uh, slightly slightly different. So why not? <laughs> uh, what's in this? If you want to play along at home, is about an ounce of Southern Comfort, an ounce of Amaretto, and then equal parts uh, sweet and sour cranberry and Sprite to fill. And uh, salute. And then you chop your hand off after you drink it. <laughs> Are you tone deaf? I don't want us to get sued, <laughs> really. Yeah. Uh, but I actually think it's, it comes naturally as well. Because he's tone deaf. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. A little column A, a little column B. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we had a very full show last week. We didn't really get to a lot of the stuff I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to lead with something aggravating and annoying. Because. <clears throat> What better thing to lead with? Let's Don't do it. There, there, you know, there's a new Fantastic Four movie coming out, and everything that I've read about this makes me hate it. And in a recent uh, interview with Michael B. Jordan, he was basically dissing the idea of cheesy superhero costumes and that this would be something different and more modern. And, um, yeah. He plays the Human Torch. Correct. First uh, of all, A, isn't that a given these days? I don't think they, I mean, except for your Spider-Man. I mean, really, they're kind of changing things up. I don't know. I don't know. You know what bugs me mostly about this story is the fact that everyone is so, comes across in their interviews as kind of so arrogant and above the genre. Pretty much. Yeah, and I feel like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that might have been an okay place to be because... You know, we talked about this with Todd last week is that, you know, there's everything is so that was so apologetic, you know, like, hey, we're making a superhero m- movie, but don't worry, it's not going to be too superhero like now it's like superhero movies are in. You don't mm-hmm. have to apologize for superhero movies anymore. And when you when you interview and you talk about like, don't worry, we're not doing that cheesy superhero stuff, then it makes me want to punch you in the face. And if anything, people want to see that. Right. Almost. I don't think he knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, you mean Michael B. Jordan in yeah, particular? Yeah, he's the shit that comes out of his mouth is so stupid that I, I really think people are going to him for quotes because he will give them quotes. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I really. But so you know, I don't he, know if I'm giving him a benefit of the doubt, but I, I just think he's an idiot. But he's he's not the only one. I, I forget the gentleman's name who plays the fantastic uh, Mr. Fantastic, but he said the same thing that this is not, you know, he's that there's no space. Origin that the, you know I haven't and seen that. And Kate Mara said that yeah. they were encouraged not to read the comic book. It, oh yeah, I remember. Okay, I remember that. I remember we mm-hmm. talked about that before. Yeah, but it, like, but every uh, it seems like every single quote I I hear is, tends to come from Michael B. Jordan. Well, in fact, actually, that's the first one that I remember, unless I'm just forgetting. But it oh, seems no, there's like been they, several. Like yeah. say, say there's ten things that come out about this movie. Every tenth time, I, they, I see one little ray of hope, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then ten more things come out, and I'm like, really? The only oh. ray of hope this movie has had for me so far was that that piece of the thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. Everything yeah. else that's about true. about this movie, I think, well, sounds you like can crap. do it like the, like X Men. X Men. They went to the black leather instead of the yellow spandex, and they kind of made it a little. And they joke made a fun, it. They made but, a joke But out nobody of it. was dissing it beforehand, right? But even X Men, as superhero movies have become more acceptable, 
first class went back to the classic blue and gold all matching. I mean, it, there was a lot of like hokum in that movie, but it was still fun and great. And, you know, uh, I, I just it, it really bothers me that, that someone looks down on the source material. And that's what it feels like every time I hear an interview. Well, I wonder if this is another one of those things like DC distancing themselves from Marvel you know, trying to make everything they do sound and look completely different and going out of their way to tell the public that's what they're doing. You know, maybe this is, you know, Fantastic Four's way of also going, oh, and we're doing our own thing, too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think I'm with Blaine a little bit on this. I don't think he knows what the hell he's talking about, especially if if the one story's correct. They're like, oh, we're not even going to read the comic books. Like, what does he know what he's talking about anyway? What's the difference? Yeah. I, I just think it's just... You, you go into it, it maybe one of those surprises, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I would think they'd want to latch onto the MCU and just be like writing. You would think writing that yeah. way. Well, yeah. it's, and listen to him talk about, it, and he's done it twice now about uh, you know advice that Chris Evans gave him, which was basically nothing. Anything. Have fun. But, yeah, have, yeah, and you know, I can I imagine they're like he's walking in a mall with his friends, and he's like, Chris, how's it going? You know, I'm playing your part, and he's like, Yeah, have fun. See you. You know, yeah. you know and then so, and and then yeah, he man, just keeps. Over- don't yeah. overthink it. Keeps bringing it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I just uh, I don't yeah. mean to sound like a jerk, but but I'll be a jerk. I yeah. just I hate hearing him speak about this. movie. I, I've kind of shifted from being skeptical about this movie to kind of actively wanting it to tank. die in a fire. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hate that that's where I'm at because I'm a huge FF fan. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. So. Any Fantastic Four tattoos in the show? No, nope, no. Wow, there you go. There's <laughs> yeah. a popularity. Really? Not, not one four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. We did do four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, only the horses were My Little Ponies. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Was it on a dude? Was he a brony? No, it was a girl. Uh, oh, no. We did talk about blown. that. <laughs> yeah, cool. My mind is completely fucking blown. Because you started it, and I went to Dexter, and then all of a sudden I saw Dexter with My Little Ponies. Oh, that's... Well, that's because the, the, the most recent Horseman of the Apocalypse that I've seen has been on Supernatural, and the horses were like Mustangs. You know, like like cars. Right. Oh, you see, and I was still stuck in X Men, so I was seeing Archangel. Oh yeah. <laughs> we all both had our own, yeah. own like little acid experience. Yeah. Right. I was like, I like horses. <laughs> uh, they're all in Velociraptors. Yes, they're T Rex horses. Also on the Fantastic Four thing, uh, uh, Sue Storm, um, Kate Mara was interviewed and said that you know they'll have a different origin. They're not going to go into space. They're going to. Uh, it's going to be some sort of experiment here on Earth, and because that's never been done. And apparently, that's very similar to the ultimate uh, origin for the for the characters. But uh, again, it, it's in keeping with the non superhero superhero aspect of this film. Anyhow, that's that's something else. And that's also, recently come she's out. the one that's going to be adopted, not Michael B. Jordan, which yes. I think a lot of people thought that. Yeah, be- because be he, yeah, well, because he was cast. Uh, you know, he's African American. He was cast uh, as his her brother, and uh, I think people just made the assumption that that there would be some sort of ex- you know story explaining where he came from, and it's going to be the reverse. So, and his um, his parents are, are play roles apparently in the uh, in the film. Which I can, I kind of dig that actually. I like that they flipped it on its head. Uh, you, you know how I feel. I mean, I I have no I have no compunction about uh, you know casting or you know. Uh, stunt casting and uh, stunt ca- casting out of specific demographics, um, but I do think you're just you're just overcomplicating a story to to make brothers and sisters I, need to be. I'm getting to the point where I'm going to put Fantastic Four on the board that we don't want to talk about yeah, anymore. I'm just done with it. Let me change topics and make you happy. Thank you, uh, Bill and Ted. Yay! That's excellent. 
<laughs> Bill and Ted. <laughs> Bill and Ted is probably happening. I love that they use that too. Is probably happening. Probably. <laughs> it's very. It's very in their universe too. And they are the original characters coming back. Yeah. No. Actually, really? uh, Alex Winter is uh, steadfast on this, and <laughs> Alex Winter actually has been sitting by the phone and doing nothing but trying to make <laughs> this happen. Like Ernie Hudson. Well, no. I, well, actually, if you, if you look at him on IMDb, he's never stopped working. He's been directing, and yeah. he does very. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, he, Writing and directing Al- projects. Alex Winter, I love you. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and apparently Keanu Reeves has been totally championing this as well. Totally? Whoa. Totally. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Which he should because, again, <laughs> it's the only fucking thing yeah. he can do, right? Sarah? Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm not a big Keanu Reeves fan either, though. So. No, who is? I don't think anyone <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. George Carlin, though? No, George Carlin. I know. No, that's, George Carlin. But that's I, sad. But I think they would, I think they would, they would figure out a way to, to, mm-hmm. to put Rufus in there and, you know, or explain explain Rufus's story. Mm-hmm. Alex Winter did say, and I think I can quote this correctly, he said, um, there's a script that they're really happy with, and not only is it awesome, but it's fucking funny. Oh, so. good. Well, that's all you need. Did he actually say fucking? Yeah. It said, well, it said F star, 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 star <laughs> G. <laughs> funny. But the question I have is, does this movie need to exist? Yes. Okay, why? <laughs> It just does. Because <laughs> why? That's all. Because. He said well, so. Well, if done well, Back to the Future 3 was quite a ways after 1 no. and 2. No. No. It was actually shot back to back. With back to back two. was 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. 2 and 3 were back to back. The Western one? Yep. Yes. Yes. They did it right oh, back to back. Yeah. Lord, they were the first okay. Lord of the Rings. My mind yeah. is seriously <laughs> blown. Wow. Yeah. New info, people. In fact, yeah. in fact, when when number 2 came out in the theaters, there was a clip yep. for showing three. number 3. Yes. Oh, that's that right. was a big selling point. Yeah. That was a big which was mind-blowing cuz after you watch Back to the Future 2 and then all of a sudden you see nothing but this western stuff you're like what the hell And it says to be concluded. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'm completely like my I seriously <laughs> like I'm going to go pass out right now. Yeah. I'm so Jeez. blown away. I've granted I was a, a young age when that came out so it felt like a really maybe it was like the whole thing where it's like your birthday's a month away but it feels like it's a year away. <laughs> maybe right. that's what I, I think I, it was a year between movies. It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My life, really? Yeah. <laughs> two came out in, the, in a year and then it was three. Shut the fuck. Oh, I can't say that. No. Shut the up. <laughs> <laughs> they were they That's were crazy. they set the trend actually 10 or 15 years in advance of these like Lord of the Rings doing or movies back to Harry Potter or Harry yeah. Potter yeah. filming it was the yeah. first one I can remember that yeah did two back to back it was O-M-G. it was mind-blowing mm. uh, back then and I, I get your point and and I, I I don't mean to be sorry you know goofy and saying it just no, no I'm just I, I'm, I'm genuinely because you know we've had this conversation before yeah. it's like you know when when a franchise uh, D- did does, well, does this movie need to be made? No, it doesn't. Yeah, can it be with what they set up? I think it can. But you I, seem you seem genuinely excited. About I it. am very excited about it. I, I have always been excited. I wanted to see Bill and Ted go to Mars, and I wanted to see Bill and Ted go to hell. I wanted to see that movie as well. Yeah. But Bill and Ted are adults now. I mean, they're, that they're but it doesn't matter. You're, you're cool with that. Yeah, sh- shit can still go wrong. Yeah. You know, I mean, any at <laughs> any point of their wrong. lives during their lives. You know, it can still it can still get. Look what happened in in Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It you know they they thought they were on the on the right track and it all got. As shit. long as they don't swing through vines with monkeys. <laughs> did I just yeah. do it? Did I, just I think you hate you hate me. Oh man, shit! Funny. Someone say my name. <laughs> <laughs> say my name. Say my name. So I don't know. I mean, I liked. I get it. I I would feel this way about almost any other franchise, but yeah. this is something I've always been excited about. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. 
I kind of hope it happens just so we can have a conversation about it when it comes I, out. I, I, yeah, I, I, Pod Thingy, episode 57. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> I'm not even saying it's destined to be bad. With reboots and remakes and sequels and prequels and all that crap, I just always go like, why? Maybe there is a script that exists that's a really compelling reason to revisit these characters, but I just have a hard time on the outside, admittedly, seeing it. Well, I mean, you know, we've already seen them in beards. You know, so it's like it's like we're used to seeing them old, so it's all right. Well, you know, it'll work out okay. Uh, Zombieland two. <laughs> oh God, Zombieland two. Oh, I'm so excited. Bring it on, that. like Donkey Kong, you, you, next to Bill Murray. So no, no, no Zombieland tattoos either. No, he didn't do any Zombieland. No. no zombies. Period. No, we did zombies, and we had this great conversation once too about who would you sleep with uh, if they were oh, a zombie. Like, okay, Katy Perry, as long as she has one leg. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say both she, boobs both, still, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely <laughs> boobs can't, you know. Yeah. But one boob, one leg, that's okay. No <laughs> legs, deal breaker. Like. I draw the line. There's got to be two boobs. Yeah, yeah I would say two <laughs> boobs, too. Really? Yeah. One's I, not enough? I only move up. Three boobs or two boobs? <laughs> two or three. I Total recall or, you know... Reg- so, wait. You're saying, just hypothetically, that you would sleep with a two-boobed zombie Katy Perry who was, like, decaying. Uh, I didn't say it. Sarah said it. I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, I would, yeah, I'd probably give that a go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you know there's a woman in Florida who actually had surgery to have three boobs? Yeah. 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 Did you read that? Saw, saw the pictures, yeah. 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 It's bogus. It's you think that's all. bogus? There's a lot of information coming out about that now. Snoke that, that shit? There was a report that came out from a, a, an airport... Uh, like six months prior to her pulling the stunt about a third boob apparatus going through her luggage. Oh, wow. They can catch a third boob Ebola. No, but <laughs> third, right. three boobs, you know. <laughs> Meaning something that gives her a third boob? Yeah, it was just a fake fake oh. apparatus. She had a middle one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really think about, I mean, if you break down the kind of surgery it would take to create that third boob, you're not talking about like going in for a surgery. That would be multiple surgeries of creating sure. flesh from other parts of the body and recreate. It's really kind of far fetched. So you it's really basically think like about Ricardo Montalban in Wrath of Khan, where she has a fake chest piece. <laughs> Was that a fake? Uh, you're, you're, you're ruining she's... my childhood. <laughs> and, she's, and she's massaging her own boobs. I know. <laughs> I know it was it was conflicted because on the one hand I was disappointed about Ricardo Montalban, but then she was rubbing her boobs. Speaking of your boobs, I really love the Weezer shirt you're wearing. I'm gonna beat you in the face. I just wanted to compliment you. I, I it's it's, it's one it's, it's about time you wore a, a music shirt. Thank you. Be- Thank it's you. because I I enjoy having fellow girls on this show because it never happens. You're only the second, really. And so it makes wow. me very very happy. So I wore my Wonder Woman <laughs> shirt. You're number two. <laughs> Uh, a good number two, not yeah, a, not the bad number two. <laughs> yeah. Number two, right. so Interstellar. <laughs> There's a new trailer. Did anyone see the new trailer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're so in sync. I love yes. us. God damn yes, it. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> There's a new one. Yeah. I love this show. This is how I find out all my new shit. <laughs> you should listen to Pod Thing. There's, like there's like a cool robot that's just legs. What? I have not watched it yet. I, I'll tell you why I haven't. Oh, you, no, let me tell you why I haven't oh, watched it. I, no, star, I, hot spoiler, girl. <laughs> there's, I, I deliberately didn't watch the, the newest trailer for Interstellar because I'm so fucking excited about this movie. I just don't want to know anymore. I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. I don't need to be sold more. I don't need to know any more shit. But I did hear that it's going to be like ridiculously long. Really? Yes. Well, it is Christopher uh, if Nolan. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that. 
<laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I didn't believe you, <laughs> you'd be rich. If, if I had a nickel for every time Hayden made a penis joke, <laughs> we'd all be rich. Usually it's talking about how small it is, though. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm, there's very few movies that I'm excited about coming up in the next, in, in the remainder of the year. Interstellar is one. The other one is Birdman. Birdman. Yeah, yeah. And Birdman. that's this week. That's this Friday. Yeah. I'm, I'm exci- very excited to see it. I want to see it with you guys. I know. Hey, you guys. I'm, I'm going to see it with you. <laughs> nice. Pet Cemetery. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're the only ones promoting it. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> no seriously. Has anyone else talked about Birdman? No. Sarah, have you seen the trailer for Birdman? No. Oh, no. <laughs> there we go. Wait, no Birdman tattoos? <laughs> Still no. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it now. Birdman's going to be a sleeper fucking monster hit. I hope you're right. I'm right there with you. Critically. Yes, critically. Critically. Yeah, critically. We'll see what happens at the box office here. All right. I'm going to jump ahead of the news. I'm going to go to the uh, the wheel of topics. Mm. We're going to we're gonna talk about some, some topics this week. Oh, that's a change. All right. <laughs> we, we, what, what you, you know what? We talked about nothing but news items last week, you fucker. So don't give me shit about what we talked about. I wasn't even here last week. Fisticuffs. Yes. You're rarely here. I'm rarely here. I check in on occasion. I punch into my time card and I take a nap in the corner. All right. I make a penis joke and then I leave. (laughs) He's no. (laughs) He makes me tired. (laughs) I make myself tired. All right. There's a controversy of brewing. DC has licensed some shirts and um, people aren't so happy about them. Uh, They say things like training to be Batman's wife and. There's another one where it is uh, some Jim Lee art that's been modified that is Superman and Wonder Woman kissing, and it says, score, Superman does it again. That sounds uh-huh. kind of hot, actually. Oh, I, was, oh. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> wow. The two women on the... <laughs> both turned to blame violently. <laughs> <laughs> violently. So what do you think? Especially, I, I ask this of everyone, but especially the two, um, the two women. What do you think about shirts that... Uh, the DC license that are basically aspiring to be Batman's wife. Well, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and they sell these shirts in Target, right? Target and Walmart. Target I, think. And I, think, Walmart. I think the Batman one is actually in Walmart. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely pushing back the movement a little bit. Not, yeah. not too happy about it. Especially with superheroes becoming so much more mainstream. I think that it's also teaching kids, you know, shopping in Target and you see something like that, like, not cool. Not yeah. cool at all. Well, you, I imagine as a showrunner in a, a male-dominated business that you mm. probably have to deal with. It's male-dominated? <laughs> Shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. It's a great attitude. <laughs> uh, do you have to wrestle with this? As, oh, yeah. Uh, a lot? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's out there. Um, it's still prevalent, but people don't talk about it enough, I yeah. think. I'm actually looking into doing a documentary about it. Um, but it's scary because you expose yourself, you know, by telling these stories, yeah. you know, with these production companies and you run the risk of not getting hired. Yeah. You know, the mind blowing thing about this, though, is if you read the comments on 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 the posting uh, with, with, with the shirts, how many women defend it, defend it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Being someone who's for equality amongst the sexes means that you can be whatever you want to be. And if you want to be a wife then you should be able to go be a wife. You right. shouldn't be derided for wanting to be that person. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's a, it's a really, really tricky message when you start to put that out into the world, of, yeah. uh, you know, especially for impressionable 
you know young girls who are buying T-shirts. That's a weird thing. Is, is there? I, I'm kind of looking at just again, kind of a devil's advocate, a, a lighter side, a humoristic side to this is saying, like, you know, Batman and Superman. I mean, these are iconic superhero characters. To say, oh, you know, it's kind of cutesy or kinchy to wear something like, like this. The like the kind of future Mrs. Brad Pitt type stuff? Yeah, I I would wear something like Mr. You know, the husband of Black Widow. Hell yeah. Like, I don't... I But that's me. That's my personality. Right. But I, don't, but I don't... I don't... I'm just saying... Is you're this, never going to have an option to buy that shirt, is my right. point. Right. right. Is, but is there a market? Like, how many guys are like me that's going to buy a shirt like that? I mean, it's all about money to me. Two things. Yeah. First of all, nobody wants to be Batman's wife. He's a psychopath. <laughs> 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 Second of all, I, I kind of want to be Batman. <laughs> I'll be Batman's wife. Christian Bale, Batman. Yeah. Though. No. <laughs> Second of all, my hugest deal with the Superman Wonder Woman shirt is that if the if you look at the original Jim Lee art, he it, in on the T shirt they they manipulated it. So on the T shirt it looks like Superman is grabbing Wonder Woman and it's like yeah man yeah high five high five frat boy type thing. If you look at the original art, Wonder Woman is actually lassoing him. Like she nabbed really? him. Really, right? It's much more girl power ish. It's actually the huh. cover of a comic book, and of course, the score and the Superman does it again is not part of it. That's just it's just very frat boy, right? I had no idea the history of that art, and that makes it more offensive. To yeah, me. totally. Yeah, that's... you know, to take something that is you know basically two adults coming together to to express affection and say you did it, Superman, you totally yeah. scored one. You know, that's 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 offensive to me. Me too. <laughs> this is not the only example we've seen of this recently. Right. Uh, we, we had, you know, this whole thing with the Guardians of the Galaxy leaving Gamora off the shirts. Right. It's crazy to me. Like, you have a, a superhero team, basically. You ha- you're putting shirts out there for, for kids, and you're saying, well, kids aren't going to like this particular member because she has a vagina. Well, there's two things. There's the, I think it's the children's place had the one with, with the – guys on it only and there a a mother wrote in and said hey you know i wanted to buy a shirt for my daughter and there's where's gamora and they basically said well this shirt's geared towards you know boys you know and she went well (laughs) wait a minute you know it's somebody else wrote like my son asked where gamora was too she's part of the team if if she's not on there then it's not a guardians of the galaxy that was my favorite quote (laughs) that's great and also and they're like that came from a kid it came a a five-year-old kid said it's not a real guardian shirt if gamora's not on exactly but that's not where it ends so there's shirts you know then people started complaining that they're that she wasn't on shirts with just individual characters that doesn't bother me but there was no individual character shirt of gamora and then there was a mom who was complaining because she took her two daughters to target and they were going – they combed the entire action figure aisle. There was not one female action figure except for a Wonder Woman, and it was in a group A group box. setting. Right. Oh so they God. had to buy all the other characters for like 50 bucks. By the way, the really Woman. quick, I've, I've, I've actually looked into – spoiler I tried to get us uh, – for your birthday, I tried to get us uh, the entire Guardians of the Galaxy um, action figure set. Oh, that would Aww. be awesome. Dude, no, it, well, uh, it, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> it's not happening. Okay, you don't, you don't understand yeah, how saying- – the thought is all that counts. <laughs> you don't understand what a fucking pain in the ass it is. Wow. Like, you can't get the Guardians characters without also getting, like, an Iron Man or getting um, mm. a couple other things. Gamora's not part of it. Um, wow. Each one of them come with a piece of Groot, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then you get a Groot. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're... 
between not a whole group, just pieces of him. Pieces of him, so that you can put them together oh, when, once you geez, get everybody. But every figure is between twenty five and thirty five dollars a piece. Wow! If Jesus. you can find them. If you can find them, for some reason, Guardians of the Galaxy isn't mass produced right now. It's really weird. Anyway, I'm sorry, but but, the, <laughs> but, there's, no, but, but there's no Gamora. But there's no Gamora. Yeah, I mean, it did really well, right? No, I mean, it, it was really huge. well. Yeah. But I don't think they anticipated right. how well it was no, going to do. Right. Okay, so I want to I want to jump in here and I'm going to put myself out there for everyone to yell at me. Okay, welcome to the segment. Hayden plays devil's advocate, aka Hayden is a sexist. Is a sexist. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like what, it was a couple episodes. He was. He was homophobic. <laughs> I was, I'm homophobic. I hate women. I, just, I hate life in general. Little kids shouldn't crossplay. <laughs> yes. No, just okay, whatever. Well, I'm sorry. Please proceed. So I did a little unscientific research, and there's a there's a site that conglomerates all of the – and this is not a corporate world, but creative artists who put out, like, your T-Fury shirts, your ripped, ripped apparels. Right. And I did a search for Gamora, which is keywords versus T-shirts, because they're – as I've shared with all of you, there's – been tons of like Groot and Rocket Raccoon and Star Lord. Just for the record, I don't think that anyone begrudges the fact that Groot and Rocket are the breakout stars of that movie. They, they've yes. the movie. And, and just like Han and Chewie, they're going to get a lot more play. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. And all I'm saying is is that it's, I mean, we're in the most, I mean, you can argue it both ways, free market or capitalistic market where people are going to, you can either argue they're greedy or they're sexist or whatever, but most people they want to make money, right? And they're gonna they're gonna tend towards what what's selling. And the the Groot and the Rocket Raccoons are selling, and the Star Lords. So I did this search, and Gamora, she was on eight shirts, you know, total out of all of these that came up, and all the other characters are on forty plus shirts. Right. So it's like, what is? And these are independent sites. These are creative artists who are not providing to the WalMarts. They're not providing to the right. Targets. Right. I, I, I'm just I, saying I, it. I, it provides a little bit of. If there's no, I, I, I like Gamora in the movie, but I mean, I also watched the movie several times, and it's like. Yeah, she kicks ass in the movie, and she has like one good line, but she doesn't mm. steal the movie. I, for see, me. I, I, I would need to see more detailed metrics than that because that's that's. that's I, a little, I'm not. That's I'm, a not too big. I'm not claiming because, to, to, dude, to give you detailed a metrics. A science yeah. fiction movie right now, yeah. where 43 percent of the audience were women, is huge. Yeah, but that that's does, stupid. Huge. But to me, that does that still doesn't say anything about what the popular characters are. You're talking about a raccoon who's popular, whether it was a girl or a guy raccoon. The raccoon is still popular. I have a hard time believing that any one of that that forty three percent wasn't into Gamora. Right, but what I'm saying is is that the if there is a market for someone to make money on something in this country, it will be provided. They'll uh, they'll they'll make a dollar. That's all I'm saying. I, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I know like, what you're saying. No one wants to mass produce a bunch of shirts that aren't going to sell. But I feel like it's that same conversation about why isn't a a female led superhero movie being produced and it's like well no one was going to go see it fuck you they are you talk about 43 percent being women you you know that a whole bunch of young women are going like gamora that's my yeah. hero yeah that's that's my that's who's lo- that's lo- my princess leia are, right exactly now. Right. especially when something like guardians of the galaxy is being compared to star wars as, as as far as this generation's you know 
movie that shapes your world. Yeah. And you they know? have to focus group it, too. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what I was going to yeah. say, too. There, there were some comments, like, uh-huh. on these posts that they – everything is focus group. So it, right. if you go in and you have 20 little boys and you're asking them or whatever, even 20 little girls, and they go, well, I like Groot and I like Rocket. I mean, what are these companies going to okay, produce, even right? Even if you don't create just a Gamora shirt, don't take her off the group shirt. Well, that, yeah, that, exactly. that, that right. I, I, I can see an that's, argument in that. That's bullshit. Yeah, that, right. that's my, weird. My, my Guardians of the Galaxy shirt has, has Gamora on it. But, yeah. but I will say, there you don't go around. I don't see a bunch of Drax shirts. No, you know, there's well, a, I, I haven't seen any solo Drax or even Drax with one other character. There, it's if Drax no, is I've in seen, it, he's with in combo. With yeah, a lot of I've people, seen Drax right? in combo. Yeah, yeah, but I mean to say there's no Gamora. Well, I could say there's no Drax shirts, but he's on the group shirts. Yes, I, yes he's that, on every yeah. single. And group I think shirt. there's a yeah. lot more of a case to be made for a Gamora shirt than a Drax shirt because I feel like you again you've got. 43% of the audience being female that are looking at this as like someone that they can yeah. emulate. And you know what? Gamora was a, was a pretty cool person to emulate. She's someone who came from... Oh, that's a great character. She came yeah. from a, a negative background. She did the right thing for mm-hmm. the right reasons. She didn't just become the superhero's girlfriend. Yeah. She was a badass chick. She kind of feels like yeah. the star to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fuck. Imagine your 10-year-old self seeing that. Right. She's a huge character in the movie. For me, though, Drax was more of a memorable character in what he said I totally in his Quotes in in all of the wait which I, one was Drax? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I totally disagree. No, no, no. With no. That. As far as memorable lines, Hayden, and, what you're talking about is completely subjective. I'm talking about yeah. entertainment. No, I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Uh-huh. And for you, Drax was a more memorable character. Yeah. For a five year old girl seeing that movie, I guarantee you, yeah. the yeah. bulk of those people are not going to say Drax was the most memorable character. Well, no, I mean, I love Drax. I think Drax has some of my favorite lines in the whole movie. That's what I'm has not, It has nothing to do with lines. He was my least interesting going in. Going in. And I yeah. loved him. Absolutely. Yeah. But when I think of the hierarchy of the cast, it goes Star-Lord and Gamora. I mean, it goes Star-Lord, Gamora, and it goes down like this. I mean, even Rocket is down on the list as far as, like, important characters, and he's my fucking favorite. Yeah. See, I didn't say... I, I didn't... Because when I go into a movie, it's all it's all character. Most of it is character based for me, and what I get from the characters as they represent on the screen. I would even say that a Groot and a ra- a Rocket Raccoon were more um, intrinsic to me and my feeling of the movie than Star Lord was. Star Lord wasn't it? He had a couple good lines and he brought people together, but I got couple more good lines. I have I had, I got more emotion out of Rocket Raccoon and Groot. No, me too. Than any of the other characters. No, me, again, me too. And Rocket's I, my favorite character in the whole movie, but I I still put Star Lord as the the, lead. the top the lead of that movie. He's a lead, but I'm talking about emotional uh, some sort of okay, a connection. We're, we're talking of, about two different things. Yeah, as, as far as Gamora's concerned, she had she had a great line with the Footloose line at the end when they. Uh, but I didn't I don't remember. She kicked ass, and that's fine. And she played a p- large part in the movie. But connection-wise, I didn't connect with her as much as I did with the other characters. That's just me. And this concludes our segment of Hayden is sexist. Hayden is a sexist. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not I sexist. 100% I disagree with you. One of the things that I love most about Guardians of the Galaxy is how much the team is emphasized. Right. And she is a huge part of that team. So for her to be left off of anything that shows the team is blasphemy. I think I it's agree. a no. I, I think it's a I big agree. team-based movie. But I'm just saying, if you're going to break down the individuals, because we're and talking about people, not including you Gamora. have okay, you have a yeah. lot of people like me. We are 25 shows in. I have. I am not even close to wearing the same T-shirt over again. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of women out there. You have other Weezer shirts? <laughs> <laughs> I Wonder would Woman. like to have Gamora's boobs on my boobs. I have yet to, I am a T Fury devotee whoa. and I have yet to see a Gamora shirt. Time out. You said boobs on boobs. We cannot go past that. <laughs> <laughs> boobs on boobs? I missed a movie somewhere. <laughs> She's uh, pregnant right now, but her boobs are great right now. Well, you, I, and, and again, this all goes back to you bring up T-Fury. This is the independents creating these shirts. This is people who think what's going to sell. That's all I'm saying. Walmart and Target have a responsibility to make sure she is on that team. Wait, they wait, have wait. no responsibility, responsibility to who? No. They have right. a responsibility to make money to their shareholders. No, no I don't blame yeah. Walmart. And, no. And or the designers or whatever. I yeah. think They're they, buying from their suppliers. Whoever made that decision to take her off, I would like to have a conversation. Uh, look, I think it's a bad choice. You can't say to a retailer, you can't make that choice. I just think it's a bad choice. I think it's a backward choice. And I think it's, I think that they're underestimating the power of young women who care. Mm-hmm. I That's, agree with that. Yeah. I agree Very with that. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that I think there's... What would make me happy in this yeah. is I don't want to tell somebody how to how to run their business. What would make me happy in this is just supply something for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Have a group shot. Have the one that's just four. Make sure that there are other ones to choose from that she's involved with and she's got her here's, own shirt. And the, I don't want to get into depth on this, but... The, Too late. I produce... <laughs> I, I, I have an apparel company and I produce for guys and girls. Certain Plug. things. And their plug. I didn't even name the, the apparel company. God damn it. And all I'm saying is, is that there are certain lines. I have five different sports that I mix with a plug country culture that I sell apparel. There's certain things. Is there a website? Yeah, there is. And I'm not going to mention it because I've been called out on it. There's certain things that sell better with women. Do you have they, any Gamora shirts? I don't, I don't have any Gamora shirts yet, but I should produce them. You sexist. I'm a sexist. And no, I, all I'm saying is I'm not going to produ- continue producing a shirt that doesn't sell to a partic- particular demographic. Sure. Uh, even if I think it's the right thing to so, do. So okay, so we're comparing. They've compared, that's all I'm saying. They've compared yeah. the movie to Star Wars. And so I'm a little ask- guy. I'm a small business guy. I'm not a big corporation <laughs> that can afford to do it. Yeah. He, so he, with Star Wars, Sarah, though. So with Star Wars, he is a little. Guy. And when I He's say little, time. <laughs> yeah, I'm short, and everything else is no, short. I'm curious, like, yeah. who did you connect with with Star Wars? And back in the day, would you have taken Princess Leia off of the T-shirt? You, you want to know who I connected with in Star Wars? R two D two. Okay, so well, you like the robot. characters, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you know what I mean. She, that she wasn't a star in the movie. I, she yeah. wouldn't no, be no. I, in, on the shirt. I'm, not, you know I'm not arguing that. All I'm arguing is is that. <laughs> I, 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 as a person who's done business and producing these things that you sell to other people, you just want to make money. Not just want to make money, but you are you take into account a lot of these businesses go in and they do like you said focus groups. Right. They they I don't think they willy nilly just go. I'm yeah. producing the shirt and I'm going to see how it sells. But they, also, I would argue it's a, just a really bad PR move. I you know I, I agree. Mean? I I agree with you because Guardians is the biggest shirts, right. Yeah, Guardians right. is the biggest movie of the year, so mm-hmm. why not encompass everyone? And now you're alienating yeah. your 43% of women who are pissed off because they don't see the female on the shirt. Yeah, and it is to... like taking Princess Leia off. Right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So making a little bit, just a slight tangent right now. Take the focus off me being a sexist, please. It's (laughs) really going to continue for as long as you're a sexist. You keep bringing it up. Don't quote me as being a sexist. But while I'm at it, (laughs) um, this is something that I know Tracy can weigh in on. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. There's a new female Thor, and I know you have some strong feelings on this. And I think it's interesting to kind of to show the... 
you know, for, you're someone who is on the one hand very, very interested in in female uh, females being represented. Here's a female Thor. Go. One of the nice things about <laughs> Asgardia is that the females have really been promoted in the more recent storylines. Since about 2012, there's been a lot of really strong. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. Yeah. There's been a lot of Just really. Just rub your boobs. Um, what? Here. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to get off the sexist oh thing. God. Every time she talks, she rubs her boobs. I'm I not rubbing it. my boobs right now. God, am I rubbing? Sarah, am I, ru- <laughs> am I rubbing my boobs right now? I am not rubbing my boobs. We now return to Hayden is a sexist. <laughs> Somebody's going to get punched by yeah, the end of this apparently show. Apparently, podcasts are also a male driven industry. <laughs> You are only our set. Usually it is up to me to represent. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I would like to personally thank you. Okay. Back to Thor. Okay. Since about 2012, Asgardia has had a much stronger female presence, which is great and fine and wonderful. People are making arguments about Thor had the whole frog storyline. It was one of the most popular storylines. Yay. Whatever. Okay. That's fine. Now, I have no problem with a character becoming a woman. If they wanted to make Captain America a woman... That would be fine because they're not making Steve Rogers a woman. Thor is a person. He is a demigod. My friend Zach put it best. If I put down my car keys and a woman picks them up, they are not. That woman is not Zach. I loved that comment. Yes, that was amazing. That was great. Yeah. If you pick up Mjolnir, you are not Thor. You are worthy. You're Alice. Of Mjolnir. Wait, you're Alice, who is worthy of Alice, who's worthy of me, uh, wielding Thor. I can never say that. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Wait, did you just say women can't drive? <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the fucking <laughs> face. Hayden is a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that sexist? Sorry, I just heard car keys and women picking up the car keys. Uh, sorry. So, Sarah, welcome to our show. <laughs> At any rate, when do we get to racism? <laughs> I think we might implode. Yeah. It's all right. I'm black from the waist down. I'm not racist. You, were, <laughs> you contradict yourself so much. You are not. You are not. Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ. Oh, talk about an Outlander random from last episode. Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ. I got that from Outlander. Yay, Megan. That's a shout out to you. <laughs> Thank you for that randomness. What? What? I've heard that right. before. Keep going on the Thor thing. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> And so, <laughs> okay, so that's my biggest qualm with it. I, I, I don't care if any character is becomes a woman unless you're trying to force that person to become a woman. Does that make sense? I, I'm kind of rambling at this point because at this point I'm going to start repeating myself. But Steve Rogers, you don't make Steve Rogers a woman. You can make Captain America a woman. Thor is a person. You can't make Thor a woman. Right. Yeah. That's a that frog. Sense. Whatever. That's a whole other tangent. But and granted, I haven't read the comic yet. I really need to read the comic. And I, I should. I typically reserve judgment until I've read it. But that's been my major qualm about it thus far. And hopefully by the next time we talk about this, I will have read it. And I'll so they're saying, a, you know, they're saying that the uh, female Thor is going to stick around for a while. Which, by the way, the old Thor is not gone. He's just weakened and off somewhere. He's not dead. Is his name something? Is his name Stu now? Fuck, I don't know. It's <laughs> stupid. Yo, <laughs> no, Stu the Rent That's Stu. kind of important. I want to know if yeah. his if his name changes. Right. Because that would make sense. And right. I, I need, again, I need to read it. I need to read it. All right. She is hot, though. She's super hot. Oh, you think they're going to make her ugly? That's, that's really all that matters. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, uh, no. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> 
It's just uh, been don't, one don't, up. Don't get me started. I mean, at least she's covered up mostly, but don't get me started on the breastplate armor. Which I'm, I'm going to take. Yeah. I'm going to turn the, uh, Hayden's mic off. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. Please do. I'm sensing this is a theme. Hayden, <laughs> Hayden just pulled a, a Marilyn Manson on Talking Dead. So you know we've been. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite episode. <laughs> Oh well, my God! Seriously, you went crazy oh on that God, show. I love that episode. It's <laughs> oh amazing. He, he kind of melted down, didn't time, he? I'm just oh like, my God, Chris! It's, so. it's the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in my chair. I felt bad ever. for Chris Hardway. Oh, he, oh my God! And he was amazing. Yeah, he the was way, like, uh, I'll, when he <laughs> listening to the, like him looking, going, "What are you saying?" And then and watching him go, turn his mic off. Was yeah. unbelievable. At first, I was like, "Wait, maybe he's saying something brilliant," and then I'm like, "No, he's just crazy." He's there was crazy. one time he said something. He's like, "Oh, that was yeah, just the nice, time. the smartest thing you've said all episode." Yeah, yeah. Or something. yeah. Chris Hardwick even pointed. Yeah, out. I was yeah. like, "Wow, that was actually was coherent." Yeah. <laughs> so we we don't have a ton of time left, and I wanted to talk about this real quick because we posted this on our Facebook, and I think it's a little tangential to what we're talking about now. Um. It's. It was. I was surprised yeah. at the vitriol. Oh my god! Yeah. And uh, I, I'm not saying I disagree with the vitriol, but I was no. surprised at, at the amount of vitriol that came from this post. And it was about. There was an article in um, uh, uh, College Humor, and it was uh, by oh. a, a writer named uh, Emily Heller, who was talking about. You know, College Humor is basically one of those sites that's like, you know, writes. 10 things about blah and get it out to me by Tuesday. So, like, you know, it's hard to take these things too terribly no, seriously. No, they do some fun stuff. And they do, they do a lot of clickbait, and they do, they do do a lot of shit to, to, to drum up and, comments and, and stuff. And, and to yeah. their credit, College Humor, they have some very funny articles oh, yeah. on there, and they have some very funny videos. Yeah. Um, this one maybe missed the mark a little bit. We, uh, get, we get a lot of good traction on, on posts that we do on, on Pod Thingy. This thing went nuts. Yeah. It was... Um, and and there was no, I don't think there was one person defending this article. No, it was basically uh, an article about the eight characters we can all stop cosplaying, and it was very judgmental about people who cosplay a certain type of character. You know, specifically, um, Harley Quinn was mentioned in Deadpool, there. Deadpool, I think. Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, the Doctor was, was Deadpool. One of them. I don't think the Deadpool was mentioned. Deadpool was not there. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, Wolverine <laughs> was on there. Princess Slave Leia, Slave Leia, Slave Leia was on there. Harley Quinn, Wolverine, uh, Doctor Who, yeah, uh, any, any, any Doctor, Doctor Who. Who, the Joker, the yeah, Joker, Joker was, was on there. Um, Elsa from Elsa from yeah. Frozen. That's yep. just cruel. I think and a zombie anything. Yeah, zombie anything. Steampunk anything. Steampunk, Steampunk anything. anything. Yeah, that, that might be all. That, of that's them. all eight of them. You know what? Here's the thing. I, when I listen to this list. I can recognize a couple of these where I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of tired, tired of seeing that. It doesn't matter what I'm tired right. of seeing. Exactly, exactly. You know what? I don't care about seeing somebody dressed as something. I care when it's not done well. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only time I get. No, I get you. You know well, what I mean? When he, some when someone phones it in, I'm like, you suck. And here's where I question if he actually goes to conventions because she, I she. she oh she sorry. I don't actually see that many Slave Leia's. There's a shit ton of what? Deadpools. What? I don't usually see. Do you? Um, you, you I know, don't slave, see that many Slave Leia's anymore. I will, it I will, used no, to Comic Con, there were still a ton of Slave Leia's. Like, Comic Con's different. But if slave you go to like, Long oh, Beach okay, Comic Con, okay. I saw not one Slave Slave Leia's. Leia's have died off a little bit in the last year. I saw year. a lot at C2E2 in Chicago. Slave Leia's? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of. Dude, I don't want to think about a world without Slave Leia's. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? The, there's something about a, an article like this where someone's saying, I don't like these things. Don't and do you it. shouldn't yeah. do them. That I think instantly <laughs> infuriates people because what you're saying is, I don't like what you like. Fuck you. And, you know, even the author was very gracious about at the end of the article, she says something about like, I'm a pretentious, pretentious douchebag. Don't worry about me. You know, she kind of like dismisses the whole article at the end. And I understand because you're trying to come up with topics and but people were really pissed and people were pissed about the idea of like, hey, I like this and you can't tell me what I can and can't like. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. Even though I may be tired of seeing Harley Quinns with their big hammers walking around. Yeah, I'm, not. I, I'm not. I know you're not. No. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I should lay a judgment on someone who wants to, to cosplay no. Harley. No. You know, because no. that's what's important to and them. The, and, and, and the Elsa thing it, it was... I thought was really stupid because that's such that's a new character and I hate that movie. But man, kids, <laughs> but, but man, kids, you hate that movie? I know. I know. I love it. it but no, <laughs> man. I really like that movie. I Let won't say hate. Okay, I'll say that it. We've talked about this before. I, I, it just. I don't think it's as great as everyone says it is. But anyway, I think those are great characters, and kids and people should be able to dress as those characters. Yeah. For someone to say Elsa now. Yeah, is well, also very too irresponsible. Soon. It, too irresponsible. soon. Well, you know, and and, and admittedly, at co- at uh, San Diego Comic Con, there were a lot of Elsas, but there are a lot of they Deadpool's. Were really cute. There was a lot. Like, of, okay, there's always a ton as, of Deadpool's. As somebody, as somebody who goes to at least ten conventions a year, I have never seen the exact same Deadpool, Harley Quinn, steampunk, zombie, anything. A doctor, even the doctor. They are all different. They're I've unique. never seen people who have, are identical. They have always to- have their twist on it. I have a total tangential side story real quick. Remember in our very first show at WonderCon, we were talking about people need to wear cups. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I saw a Deadpool oh, no. at Long Beach with the smallest penis I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I what? even took a picture of it. How do you know <laughs> I trust this Deadpool? I'm real. Oh Dead I penis. Know. I saw a Green Lantern with the biggest penis I've ever seen. Bigger wow. than bigger than Freakazoid at WonderCon. It was big. Oh. It was big. I took a picture with him and I almost shared it, and then I went, "Whoa, that's a big penis." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very uh, nice yeah. man. I really liked him a lot. Hey, real quick, we got to wrap up pretty quick. But um, uh, Black Widow almost got a was one of the first Marvel movies, and then things went astray. You know, we've talked about this before. The idea of like maybe um, uh, that Marvel was purchased by Disney as a as a male counterpart to their female audience with the animated films, and uh, it seems like that evidence kind of bears out a lot. Uh, more and more. I mean, even with the Gamora stuff, uh, you know, the shirts, and maybe that's you know them trying to again. Who cares about the female audience? We want the the guys. We right. want that demographic. When you look at the fact that there was a Black Widow script back in the time of Iron Man, and it kind of died, that's really kind of crazy. I mean, they were that was one of the first movies that they were leading with, and then they got purchased by Disney, and now it's way on the back burner, like way right. on the back burner. Right. Thoughts? I. You know, it's interesting because this is when Marvel was in trouble, wasn't it? Back when before Iron Man came out. Because Iron Man was kind of their Hail Mary, wasn't it? To save... Yeah, and they, they, and they were kind of grasping at straws at that point and selling yeah. off properties. Yeah, yeah and I, I kind of feel like that probably Iron Man was the more visually... 
promising uh, feature than a, a Black Widow movie would have been. Yeah, I'm sure if yeah. Iron Man failed, we would not be experiencing the the Marvel renaissance that we are right oh, now. Oh, of yeah. course not. Yeah, you know, Mar- that was the linchpin. You know, I mean, that's there's no way around that. If yeah. if Iron Man hadn't gone in the way that it did, yeah. it would be a different story right yeah. now. Was this kind of a result of the Halle Berry Catwoman being so bad? Nothing oh. was a result of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it, but it seems to me like they 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 uh, like they say, oh well, that female led movie didn't do well because it was oh, shitty. Uh, but you know, they're really so, quick to to point at the one the the female led things that don't work, right? And Instead use of them trying as to make one that works, right? Well, it, and we brought up Ian Flux before, yeah. and that was that. Yeah, I think that was another one. Tomb Raider. I, Although I, I, Tomb Raider was good. Actually, was, I was going to bring that up last episode. I like how she looked in Tomb Raider. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's looked. <laughs> FML. Yeah, yeah. You know what? As much as I hate to do it, we're going to have to wrap up on that. <laughs> Thanks. Actually, I'm Fucking really glad we're wrapping this show up. Fucking Hayden. <laughs> Damn it. I, uh, Sarah, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, there's some hugging going on. Aww. Blaine is giving, giving Sarah a hug. I'm, re- I'm really it, sorry. It yeah. might be an inappropriate hug. <laughs> I'm not really sure. That was an appropriate hug. It was boob on boob. <laughs> oh. Boop on boob. Boop on boob. Just one. Uh, let's see. We, we've got... Uh, oh, right. Uh, if, you're, if you haven't seen Days of Future Past, it's on video this week, so go check that out. Uh, Tracy, you're going to be in uh, Boise this weekend? I'm going to be at Tree City Comic Con. I'm going to be on uh, at least one panel. Nice. Hopefully more. I'm going to have a booth. I'm hopefully Are you, you're be... a featured guest, right? I am a guest. Yeah, they're paying for me to go up there. So that's the first time that's happened. So yay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And so if you're anywhere near the Boise area, please come say hello. Mama yay. Jedi will be there. What, so. days are, what days is that? It's the 17th and the 18th. It's a Friday and Saturday. Nice. Well done. Safe nice. travels. Have a, have a wonderful trip. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Uh, I am John. I write supernatural thrillers. I, uh, I You can find me at johnmallhall.com. And my name is Tracy. I can be found at hotnerdgirl.com, facebook.com slash hotnerdgirl, and at Twitter at hot underscore nerd underscore girl. And I am Hayden at Twitter at Geek Outlaw and facebook.com forward slash Geek Outlaw. Yeah, that's how that works. And at sexist.com. <laughs> <laughs> Sexist, sexistmaleopinions.com. Yeah. CEO. <laughs> I'm going to give that time to breathe because <laughs> like, I like it. Like a fine wine. Yeah. And I'm Blaine. I'm a vocalist for Idiot Stare and Insight 23 and professional concert goer this month, apparently. Holy crap. You will see me at every single venue in Hollywood and Los Angeles this entire month. So look for Blaine there. Yeah. Look for me there uh, next to the bar. Uh, also at Facebook and Twitter at iBlaine and IdiotStare.com. And we had a guest. Yay! Sarah's our guest. Yay! Sarah, where can, we, where can people find your stuff? Where- so you can't find me anywhere, but uh, if you want to watch <laughs> Epic <she's> Inc. Here. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Epic Inc. airs on A&E at 11 o'clock on Wednesday evenings, Pacific time. Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being here. It was yeah, such a pleasure. No it was yeah, great. Thank you. And if Thanks, you want to check us out, you can find us at uh, podthingy.com for new episodes. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash podthingy. And if you're enjoying Pod Thingy, please spread the word. Uh, we could use the numbers. We could use the listeners. So uh, tell a friend that you think might enjoy Pod Thingy. And that's or, your, that's or your enemies. Or, <laughs> yeah. Either either way. If, if Tell your enemies if there's someone who you think would like Hayden. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, hey. So last toast. Last toast. Skull. Empire Strikes Back. Hey. 
That's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Yay! Yay! This has been an episode of Pod Thingy. Join us next time for more geekery and nerdism. Ha <laughs> ha